You are now tuned in to Built to Quit, a podcast where I talk with and dig into the stories of Black entrepreneurs and their journey to full-time entrepreneurship. Be sure to tap in every other week to hear distinct perspectives and lessons learned from Black entrepreneurs who created a blueprint and business that allowed them to leave their nine to five, but in a way that worked for them, their family, and their finances. And now for this week's episode. Hey, good people. Guess what? I have an announcement. I got a job, y'all. Yes, I got a job. This is the Built to Quit podcast. You didn't tap on the wrong um, podcast. This is it. Yes, I got a nine to five. And I wanted to share and talk about how I got here, (laughs) what I'll be doing. Let me start with there's no impact, absolutely no impact to the podcast. I'm actually going to be talking more about, or I'll say I'll be talking more with folks that actually have nine to fives while building a business in season two. So let me first make this announcement aside from the, yes, I got a job, but y'all, I am rolling out season two. August, September-ish, we're looking at September for production, and I am really excited about the lineup of guests um, and this, the slight shift in some of the content. It's going to still be very entrepreneur, Black entrepreneur-focused, um, but I want to make sure that I'm touching everyone in this what we'll call entrepreneurial ecosystem. So those that, um, you know, are working towards quitting their full-time job so they can just, you know, be in business full-time, but you know, folks that are going to be like essentially where I am now that, you know, made the decision to return to work for different reasons, um, but still need the same resources and love and help and support. And as they build their business on the side so that one day they can, if they so choose to quit their nine to five. So um, yeah, season two is coming, but back to the original announcement, I got a job. I'm going to share with you all really quick today a few things. First, I'm going to talk about why I got a job and how this whole opportunity came to be. Um, I want to share a little about my decision to return to the workforce. It was not an easy one um, and a little unexpected. And then I want to talk about some of the things I took into consideration before I made the decision. So yeah, I got a job. Your girl is working a nine to five. Um, let me see. Let me start with the why and the how. <laughs> so I will say, you know, year one, my business did very well um, from a revenue uh, revenue perspective. And even from a profit, uh, I did, I, I think, a pretty good uh, year one. Um, going into my second year, so while I celebrate my celebrate my first anniversary, what like March April timeframe, like I'm now going to my second year business. I'm saying thinking more calendar year um, was very difficult coming out of the holiday. I had made the decision to um, take December to like not do any client work, but to reset in my business. And I don't regret doing that. I think it's also a time of the year where like most people aren't doing business anyway because it is the holiday season. But it made it a little bit more difficult going into January. And not having a whole lot of new business uh, lined up. Um, I have been actively, I had been actively working on building a pipeline. So a pipeline of business leads and opportunities. And so from, I would say January up until about April, um, I had been sending out so many proposals, lots of calls, meeting people, all the things that, you know, they tell us to do uh, when you work for yourself. And just a lot of things just weren't sticking uh, lo and behold, a lot of the things I was working on at the beginning of the part of the year and like now starting to come to fruition, but things didn't come in fruition as, as fast as I needed them to. And financially, 
I had burned through my state, my personal savings. People that know me personally know that I also started another business, a brick and mortar open door concept, which is a rentable space in Washington, D.C. with a, a business partner. So I'm a co-founder on that. I started that in, in October. We actually signed a lease. And so um, as anyone, you know, that's probably done something similar may um, know that there's just like a lot of, you need runtime essentially. And so we didn't open until April, we sent until October. And so from a cash perspective, I just was like bleeding in terms of just like bleeding out cash and, and putting it into the new business. Because again, it's a physical space. So there were a lot, little, little bit more and a lot, actually a lot more uh, components that go into that versus, you know, when you're doing consultancy, uh, have a consultancy based or service-based business. So Anyway, long story short, financially, I just did not feel good personally about where it was. Um, I made a lot of sacrifices and that's part of being entrepreneur, right? That's part of the process. You know, there's going to be days where you don't have the money coming in that you need to sustain. Um, but sometimes you got to figure out, you know, like what's your threshold. And so for me, financially, I just reached the threshold of like, oh, I got to get some more cash coming in. Um, so I actually, and I think I talked about this before on this podcast. I know I've done a few interviews and others where I've actually shared and was very transparent that I had like, applied for a few jobs, but I was being very particular with the jobs I was applying for. And I refused to give up uh, ownership in my company are now my companies. And so it was also very important that I was looking at opportunities that were in alignment with my three to five year vision for myself and my business. And that would still allow me to have a level of autonomy so that I could continue to run my business. So um, again, I started applying and uh, while none of the jobs I applied for <laughs> uh, came through, it was only, I want to say, I only applied for like three jobs. Yeah, I was not here to apply for everything, um, but t- couldn't get much traction on, on any of them. And so uh, I did, was able to secure some business, uh, I would say around February, um, I was able to bring in two clients that uh, one was a retainer client for about three months. Um, the other, um, I was able to bring on from February until until June this month. So I had two, you know, strong clients. And then I ended up picking up another client by way of me reaching out, connecting, networking in, I want to say end of May, which is now a retainer client to the end of this year um, or to the end of the, the fiscal year. So that just kind of was like my business, what it was looking like just in terms of like work and bandwidth. Again, I had sent out, yeah, I've sent out so many proposals, right? I'm the person that when I have a opportunity, like I get that proposal turned around quick because I, I need the business. I want to lock in the deal and the sale and I want to get to work. So um, I had a lot of, a lot of proposals out. And so one of my retainer clients or my first retainer client of this year, uh, reached out to me after I completed work with him, was very satisfied with, with the work that I did, uh, really enjoyed working with him and his company, uh, reached out to me about an opportunity. Now, y'all, when he hit me, I think we both thought, I think he genuinely thought um, that it was for an opportunity that would help my business and not a full-time role. And so uh, he hit me with this really, really cool, like, I was like, oh, this just sounds like dope. And it's in alignment, right? It's key, important, has to be in alignment with where I'm going and things I want to work on and things I want to do and how I want to work. Um, had an amazing call with the CEO. It is a woman-owned uh, creative agency. I would say mid-size or definitely not small, just in terms of um, revenue. Um, I don't believe that they would qualify as a small business anymore. Um, but had a call with her and um, actually had two in one day. And then that first call was when I learned that, you know, after we we kind of exchanged, you know, background and, and context for myself and which, you know, her company's doing and, and kind of her trajectory. 
by the end of that first call, I was like, oh, and also this is going to be a full-time role. And what I, one thing I respected in that conversation was in the next breath, uh, the CEO said to me, and, you know, Justin, I know you have your own company. I know you have a podcast, uh, you know, and I respect that. So, you know, let's just see how we can make this work. And so um, that in itself just was a little intriguing for me. And so we had another call the same day. Um, and then by the end of the week, I essentially had an offer. And so I won't bore you all with the details, but it, that week it was a life-changing week, literally and figuratively, um, great opportunity. And so that's kind of, that's how I got the opportunity. Again, I was through a client, right? That uh, that knew someone and someone in their network that had this, this opportunity. They felt that I was a great fit and that I could, you know, definitely come in and help create change. And yeah, and then within a week that all happened. So I got a job. Um, that was uh, why, you know, I just financially was not in the best place that I felt comfortable being in. Um, this is after months of being uncomfortable. So let me just be very clear in that, like being uncomfortable is part of, part of business. It's part of uh, really part of life. It's also part of entrepreneurship. And there's going to be times where you're going to, in phases where you are uncomfortable, but you have to, again, know your threshold based on your own personal um, situation and circumstances. So um, that was why. Um, and that was the how. While I had an offer uh, four days later after my initial conversation uh, with the CEO and, and other leadership within her company and some people from the team that I would potentially be working with, um, I also had to really sit with a few things that I know I was going to need to, uh, that were going to inform my decision on if I was going to take this job, y'all. One, I really wanted to understand who I would be working for. And so um, that was the CEO. I do report to the CEO. I am, uh, I guess I should say that I am the director of project management for a creative agency that does dope ass work. I love the vibe, um, their values, and I just had a great experience just in terms of getting to know them as much as you can before you start a job, right? So that's just the role. But yeah, I wanted to know who I'd be working for, supported the CEO. And I wanted to understand like, who were her clients? Like, you know, how did she get to, how did she build this business? Those are all the things that I needed to really understand that helped me make a decision and saying yes to this opportunity. Uh, one thing that was also important that her and I talked about was the diversity. You all, we know how the world has shifted in the last two years. I want to stop saying the George Floyd era because it wasn't an era. It was a moment um, that I believe shifted so many, so many aspects of business and caused even um, black and brown people and other underrepresented communities to to just be thinking, you know, positioning and, and thinking about how we are perceived, particularly in the workplace, not just in the world, but just, you know, day to day. And so people quit, you know, people um, now are a little more conscious as, as to what they're walking into when it comes to jobs. And so with all that in mind, I, um, you know, obviously did my my research on the company and saw that there were there was only one black woman that worked for her. And so um, I asked the CEO, like, you know, what's up with this? I see you only have one black woman. And so um, even just feeling content with the CEO's response, that was important to me. Diversity was important to me. Um, how many other people within your company look like me? That was essential. And so while there were not a lot, I do see it as an opportunity as me being the second black woman. Now her company is diverse. There are people from different um, ethnicities and backgrounds. However, there's not a lot of Black people. So for me, I see it as an opportunity to, um, one, help bring in more Black people uh, into a company that desires and wants that and needs help doing that. 
But I also, again, was just, was this felt good that we could have an open conversation about why she didn't have more Black people in her plans to do so. So diversity was important to me, who I worked for, the type of woman. Um, we had, a, we connected through our, both the initial two calls. And then we talked again, I want to say at least twice throughout that week. And so the more we talked, the more I felt like we got to know each other just as human beings. And that was extremely important to me. So who I work for, again, diversity. And then I also wanted to really understand how the company or or what the company culture was in terms of knowing that, you know, people have other things, people have side hustles, people have other businesses, people have other um, creative, you know, projects and things. And so that was important to me in understanding um, what I had to hide myself again. I talked about that in one of the podcasts with Sophie a few weeks ago, who was super inspirational um, for me personally, just in terms of, you know, the, the importance of working for people that respect you as a human and what you do outside of that nine to five. And so I was able to ask those questions and get a feel for the culture and how accepting and open they would be to know that like, you know, folks have other things going on, in particular me who has a whole business. So I felt really, really good that it's it's accepted uh, and that, you know, I wouldn't be the only person there <laughs> that has a company or, you know, side hustle or other things that they work on outside, including the CEO who's also involved in some other industry um, projects and actually leading some other industry projects uh, within um, that creative and experiential space. So those things were very, very, very important to me. Other things that also helped inform my decision was, you know, what is the job? What would I be doing day to day? Who would I be working with in terms of servicing clients? Um, Because it is an agency. And so for me, again, I had to think about what am I doing today? What am I trying to build for myself? And how would this position help me, right? How would the work that I do in this job help me um, to continue growing as a human being, as a woman, um, as a business owner, um, as a leader, and, and so that was extremely important. And, you know, what are the, you know, kind of processes and, and tools and things um, that are in place for me to do my job well uh, in people. So that was also extremely important. Uh, I'm not going to tell you all that the pay did not have a girl like, yes, girl, I'm gonna take this job because it did like it was, it was the pay was um, more than my annual salary for my last nine to five job. I mean, in fact, it was the first time I ever negotiated and asked for more. So not only did I ask for more, y'all, but I asked for more money than what the initial offer was, and I got it. So we don't talk about negotiating enough, especially as as Black people, um, especially as Black women. So I do encourage you to just ask for what you want. It doesn't have to be related to like a salary and pay, but it does it does is related to you know maybe your services and pricing for your business. Maybe there's something in your life. Maybe there's some area in your life where you are negotiating. Uh, I don't know. Maybe you're, I don't know, buying a house or buying a car or, um, you know, I don't know. Maybe you want to hire a coach. Yes, respect people's prices, but also ask for what you want. Um, ask for more. Um, all they can say is no. So um, hope that encourages you. The last thing that was important to me was understanding, can I continue to build my business I have this podcast, which I've just been enjoying uh, producing, and I want to keep that. And I had to think, can I continue to do that? What will I talk about? Like this whole built to quit was around, you know, folks quitting their jobs to pursue their entrepreneurial goals. And I know that that's only part of the stories of uh, particularly Black entrepreneurs 
but it was a large part of my story and a large reason why I started this podcast. So um, the beautiful thing is that I'm an entrepreneur and I can shift and make changes. So the podcast is still here and this is going to be part of my story. So I'm looking forward to just kind of sharing with you all what I'm learning as I go as now someone that quit, but went back but went back and continues to build. So um, that was a very, very important thing that I needed to sit with and spend some time. So one podcast will be here um, with my business, um, with my first business, which is Smithco. Um, I've made some shifts that are in much more in alignment with, uh, again, me thinking about where I want to be three to five years from now. And so uh, transparency, I still have a few clients under Smithco. So yes, I continue to service my clients, which means I'm having to be more disciplined and scheduled with my time um, because I want to make sure I'm not missing the ball or dropping balls with my current clients, but then I'm also uh, managing the same, let maintain the same level of, of professionalism and quality um, with this new, you know, we'll say nine to five role. So um, that was extremely important to me. A, I got the yes from my CEO that like, she knows that I still have my business. She knows that I still have clients. She knows that I have client engagements and commitments. And so again, that was just a really good moment of of clarity and knowing that I don't have to hide myself or my business. I can just show up as myself. Um, But I also am real on that. Like now I've got a whole nother like level of added responsibilities to my plate. So yes, that was just extremely um, important. And then even with my second business, uh, Open Door, which is a brick and mortar. The beautiful thing is that we're almost one year into business. My goal is, you know, for some of that to be self-managed so that I don't have to be as present physically with that business. And so, you know, I, I, we are on track to do that. So I feel good about that, but I also want to make sure that again, I have the energy and the time that's needed to put into my business um, it's a brick and mortar. I think I said it's a rentable space. So there's times when I have to like block out an hour on my calendar to run over to my space and actually clean it in between bookings. Like that's kind of the world I live in, but I've made that conscious decision and I'm okay with it. I have a partner, so we are doing it together. But again, just another thing I had to take into consideration um, before I accepted this job. And then lastly, just, you know, having other things I want to do in in business, right, as an entrepreneur. And so for me, I just had to sit with, okay, what do those things look like? Um, And is this position going to help better align me uh, or contribute? Are there some things I can learn from, you know, being back in this nine to five space that will help me be a better business person? Yes. And is it, will I, you know, will I be able to make some new relationships that I think will, will benefit me? Um, should I decide to leave this, this company, you know, in a year or two? Yes. And so um, again, it was just extremely important that I feel like I can main successfully and effectively and efficiently maintain uh, both businesses and my podcast. And then I can't like forget that I'm still also a human, right. And a mom. <laughs> so, you know, that, that to me has to always be factored in. In fact, it's one of the important things um, that should always take in consideration, right? Is that, hey, we are also humans and we have other personal commitments and things we want to do. I want to travel, you know, I want to, you know, hang out on the, in the evenings. I want to go to happy hours. And so making sure that I'm creating space just for me um, to be a human being. So yeah, yeah, I just want to share that with you all. I think it's important. Again, it's extremely important part of my new uh, journey and, and story. Um, I don't see it as a barrier. I don't see it as a, a roadblock. I see it as just a part of my journey. Um, it's a small hill that I'm just walking up and I'm walking at a good pace that feels good to me. So 
you know, for folks that are just thinking about, you know, oh, I don't want to quit or do I need to go back? Maybe you, you know, maybe you do need to make, go back. And I think that's okay. I think that we should normalize that, that you again are still an entrepreneur. You can still have a successful business, but if, if you need to go back into the workplace to have a level of peace, uh, financial peace, just overall well-being and, and just as a human being, like that day-to-day piece, do what you got to do. Just be strategic, be thoughtful and think about why you need this job and think about, you know, what are some of the decisions that would be impacted or decisions you need to make that would be impacted by you getting this job. But then also think about how it can actually help you further your business, right? Maybe now I have a little bit extra money to put into my business I didn't have before because I have guaranteed income coming in on top of now my my other client work. So I hope this encourages you. Um, If you found this helpful, please let me know. Um, If you feel like there's someone in your circle that needs to hear this, please share. Like, this is, this is just not just for me and not just for you, but it's, it should be for our collective community. So with that, as always, if something I miss, something you want to hear more of, if you want to talk to me about, you know, personally one-on-one, because you're trying to figure out going back or um, stepping away, please feel free to send me an email. Um, and with that, I wish you a wonderful rest of your day and your week. Bye. Thank you for tuning in. If you enjoyed this episode, there are a few things I'd love for you to do. Subscribe, rate, and review this podcast, but most importantly, share it with your community. Thank you again for listening, and remember, you were built for this.